Nutrition is remarkable in its ability to have people with completely opposite views saying they have science to support completely opposite views. Frustrating, isn't it? What are we supposed to believe? Welcome to Dynamism Biohacker. My name is Dr. Matt Hammett, wellness and nutrition expert, lifestyle trainer, and movement enthusiast. And each week, I'm going to share with you how to make the right nutritious choices despite conflicting expert opinions, where I help you to discover how to unlock your inner aborigine or your inner greatness. Thank you for spending this time with me today. So let's get into the training. The question we get from many people, why do chiropractors check children? A human brain requires constant input from movement to keep the batteries charged. This is especially true for children because of that spinal joint receptor stimulation and how it plays an integral role in the development of the child's brain and central nervous system and the effects of the decreased stimulation of the brain in childhood have been linked to numerous things like this. Here we go. They've been linked to central motor impairment, developmental impairments, learning disabilities, concentration problems like ADHD, behavioral problems such as violence and increased illnesses such as ear, nose, and throat infections, sleeping difficulties, and colic, just to name a few. Researchers report that spinal movement stimulates connectivity and is a crucial feature of brain development because of the neural pathways formed early during the early years carry signals that allow us to process information throughout our lives. And the great news in brain research is that with focused attention, as you will learn in the next training, you can change your thoughts change your sedentary activities, change your mechanoreceptor input, generate brain power, and change your behaviors to make a positive improvement in your life. And that leads me to Dynamism Biohack, our kiddos and chiropractic care. Dynamism is the enthusiastic quality or charism that dynamic people possess that characterizes them by their vigorous action and progress. They step outside that it's genetic cliche, the blame it, name it, and tame it with a drug approach into what I call true health. This is the health class your doctor doesn't know, the wellness prevention and health promotion solution, how to get and stay well for a lifetime. That's dynamism. The other awesome news is that if you don't reinforce the neural networks currently used for sedentary lifestyle, improve food addictions, activities and behaviors, and emotional suffering, your brain will stop using those networks and they will fall by the wayside of unwanted past experiences. That's true. What is most promising The greatest impact we can have with our brain power comes during our childhood. As parents, our job is to stop feeding the old circuitry that reinforces negative neural connections to activities that strengthen positive neural connections. In this day and age, 
Only a doctor of chiropractic can adjust the spine and turn on the essential movement requirement our children need to get and stay healthy. Most experts, well, they don't understand the importance of spinal movement and the brain connectivity or brain plasticity promoted by it. Many researchers think that it was just the exercise that improved brain and overall health due to the increased blood flow and oxygen supply. But further research has shown that aerobic activity is not what is responsible for the amazing benefits of proper movement stimulation of the brain. It is the neurological stimulation of the pathways between moving joints, especially the spinal joints and the brain that are responsible for the movement stimulation brain pathways. One of the world's foremost neuroscientists in neurology and also in nutrition is Dr. David Perlmutter. And he says, and I quote him, through neuroplasticity, the brain can rewire neural pathways and even establish new neural superhighways. See, specific focused and engaged stimulation is what creates neural networks. So Dr. Perlmutter tells us, it takes more than simple repetition to create neural networks. The bad practice also creates less than optimum circuitry that will need to be dealt with. Perlmutter demonstrated that a major component of neurogenesis is from a protein called brain-derived neurotrophic factor, or in short, BDNF. And if you know, we talked about this in an earlier training, didn't we? And again, this chemical, BDNF, plays a key role in creating new neurons. And don't get freaked out by the term, but just think of BDNF as BDNF. It's just a name, right? So this chemical, BDNF, this name, it also protects existing neurons, right? Helps to ensure that their survivability while encouraging synapse or a connection, okay? So a synapse formation or a connection of one neuron or nerve cell body to another. So it's talking about wiring things up. Now, this connectivity is vital for thinking, learning, and higher levels of brain function. Perlmutter wrote a book with a medical anthropologist and shaman, Alberto Villaldo, who's a PhD. It's, the book's called Power Up Your Brain. And in their book, they give a great description of the effects of BDNF. It is, let me quote that book. Hold on one second. All right. So here's what they say. We now have a firm understanding of the factors that influence our DNA to produce BDNF. Fortunately, these factors are by and large under our direct control. Increasing your production of BDNF and thus increasing neurogenesis while adding protection to your existing brain neurons doesn't require that you enroll. Remember, this is them saying this. It doesn't require that you enroll in a research study to determine if some new laboratory-created compound will enhance BDNF production. Again, they go on to say this. The gene that turns on BDNF is activated by a variety of factors, including voluntary physical exercise. Right? 
Now we know the variety of factors is also going to include what? The power generator, which is what? <laughs> you know what that is, I bet. Spinal movement, spinal motion. As you now, remember, as you know from our earlier discussion about BDNF, in the training on the move driver of a dynamic health, it is the mechanoreceptor stimulation from moving spinal joints that Nobel Prize winner Dr. Roger Sperry said produces 90% of the nutrition or the nutrients. This includes the BDNF into the brain. It floods into the brain. And now we, and now we know that we have powerful epigenetic factors that modify the expression of your DNA. So our sedentary lifestyle as defined by not getting that 15,000 steps a day or 8 to 10 miles of walking, generating spinal motion and sticky spinal joints or subluxation of the spine, diminishes our power generator to the brain-body pathways necessary to keep us functioning optimally. And I know you heard the cardiologist tell you 5 miles and they said 10,000. Okay, 10,000 steps is good for the heart, says the cardiologist. That's fine, but you're going to need 15,000 steps if you want a healthy brain-to-body pathway. That's what you need to take from this training. See, researchers and clinical professionals have given the ramifications of the widespread sedentary lifestyle the nickname, the sitting disease. And due to the negative health effects associated with sitting down all day and exerting little energy, worldwide physical inactivity is the fourth leading risk factor for global mortality. Now remember, when they, these statistics are not using the 15,000 step rule that I talk about, promise you it's much worse than this. This is exercise physiology data. This is not the 15,000 step rule that I share with my patients. So let me say this again. Without the new information that I'm sharing, the 15,000 step rule, as being the baseline for much, how much movement we need, worldwide, physical inactivity or immobility is still the fourth leading risk factor for all global mortality. And it continues. They say it contributes to 6% of deaths and is second only to tobacco smoking as a leading modifiable health risk factor contributing to the burden of disease and injury in Australia. So we hear that sitting disease is the new tobacco. And again, this is sitting disease. It's far worse than that. I would argue if you added the new research on this, the, on the spinal to brain to body research that I'm sharing with you in these trainings, it's the number one leading modifiable health risk factor to and contributing to the burden of disease and injury. Okay, anyway, it is the fifth leading according to the research. So I'm going to look at the evidence to show you what, what, the, what the science is saying, right? I don't want to speculate too much. I know the evidence, like I said, the evidence isn't complete. That's what I'm trying to get at. It's going to be worse than this. We all understand that. But what does the evidence say, right? It is the fifth leading risk factor for men and the third leading risk factor for women, right? 
Interesting special note here. This research, like I said, was aware of or did not utilize the newer research between the faulty spinal motion and brain health. In other words, again, these statistics are going to be much worse than this if they were looking at the sitting disease and its effect on specific joint spinal mobility, the neurospinal organ, and brain-to-body function, which they did not consider with this study. At any rate, this is what they still found. They say a sedentary lifestyle has been linked to negative mental and physical health outcomes, including anxiety, cardiovascular disease, depression, diabetes, strokes, colon and breast cancer, high blood pressure, obesity, osteoporosis, kidney stones, and decreased life expectancy. And I've commented a little bit already about how um, immobility spinal joints decreasing that afferent or that input to the brain through a mechanobiological perspective can cause apoptosis or cell death and promote cancer. And here we have in the sitting disease studies out of Australia, they're showing the outcomes with colon and breast cancer. Just a, a little side note here. But as I already explained in our last training on Family Matters, chiropractic care is a supplement for our moving joint brain body stimulation needs. We simply don't walk and move anywhere enough to what our genome is adapted for. And that is a serious stressor to our health and in of itself promotes disease and chronic illness. It should be obvious why it is so important to ensure every child and human being has a properly moving and aligned spine, as the spinal joints are the main source of sensory movement stimulation to the brain. I know this sounds repetitive, but it's just so not known, guys. And if there is a subluxation in the spine or a movement dysfunction of the spine, that movement and therefore essential nutrient delivery to the brain and most cells in the body are compromised. And again, in mechanobiology, we learned that compromised effect leads to apoptosis or cell death. And therefore, we're just beginning to understand how these immobile, these immobile spinal joints not firing proper mechanoreceptive stimulation to charge our brain may lead to cell death, including cancer. There's a reason I'm being repetitive in this training, guys. It's just so new for most, and I want to make sure you get this. I want you really to get this because you're not going to get it anywhere else. You're not going to learn it from your doctor, and unfortunately, if you haven't figured it out yet, you're probably not learning this from your chiropractor either. And listen, no pun intended here. It's just that when I did this, when I studied this last decade, last 10 years after my family tragedy, I learned all this stuff because I linked it up from all the various sciences and researches having both nothing to do with chiropractic and then at the same time, some of the research that has to do with chiropractic. And that's why you're getting it in this new perspective here called that I call dynamic health. Anyway, the upper neck has been found to be particularly important to examine for two reasons. Two huge reasons. The first, because it is the most easily damaged, especially in children, due to birth trauma, falls, poor sleeping postures, and it has by far the most movement receptors to stimulate the brain. The second, because it contains nearly 300 more mechanoreceptor input 
per gram of tissue than anywhere else in our body and has a direct bearing on the sensory input into our brain and overall body health. And again, these findings have been confirmed by clinical studies performed by both chiropractors and medical doctors. And in fact, after examining thousands of children, one medical researcher concluded, and I quote, hold on, I want to I try this new uh, cool feature here for an effect. Uh, here we go. And, and I quote, I quote, if, let me see if I can get it. Here we go. Observations of motor development and manual control of the occipito-atlantoaxial, upper neck, joint complex should be obligatory after every difficult birth. And he also states that the upper neck should be examined and, if required, specifically adjusted. Cool. All right, got that out of my system. That didn't work too well. <laughs> Sorry. I'm a little geeky sometimes. Anyway, here's the bottom line. <laughs> don't, don't allow just any provider to adjust your spine. A specific adjustment is the only way to correct a subluxation. And a doctor of chiropractic is the only one trained to perform it properly and safely. I just wanted to get kind of geeky techy here. <laughs> so not only does the proper spinal movement increase the overall health, but it decreases dis slash ease and it improves the ability to create feelings of happiness and well-being. It also helps to reduce pain and discomfort and to diminish feelings of anxiety and stress. When it comes down right down to it, we are creatures designed for virtually constant movement, stuck living in a society that involves almost constant sitting. We are also clearly intended to have correctly moved and aligned spines, and many of our citizens are unknowingly walking around with subluxation in their spines because they have never had a spinal health exam from a good chiropractor. So let me talk about good spinal hygiene. To be blunt, most Americans in the 18th century had no concept of dentistry and certainly no understanding of cavities and the need for oral hygiene. Everyone had bad breath. So why should they brush their teeth? The truth is, for the first 100 years or so in dentistry, I did my research. No one practiced oral hygiene. The people did not brush their teeth or they didn't floss their teeth and it led to huge epidemics of that time that today no expert is going to deny. In fact, over 200 years later, approximately 98% of Americans visit a dentist and practice good oral hygiene. At the very least, we brush our teeth. And today, we have saved Americans, globally, people, honestly, but the research is very clear. Today, we have saved Americans from numerous dental health-related epidemics that even caused death. And it was not easy. Finally, with the invention of Pepsodent in 1944, this is a chemical that was added to the toothpaste. The manufacturers found a way to cause a chemical addiction to our brains when it was added to the toothpaste. Pepsodent. This addition caused addiction, and more people started brushing their teeth. 
Now, if this kind of bothers you, I may add that processed foods and junk foods have similar additive to those foods for the same purposes today. In fact, it is big food business and an important strategy to marketing. Yep, and it's legal. It is interesting to note here that your grandparents will remember a time when their medical doctor warned them not to have their teeth scraped for tartar because they said no evidence existed for it. And the cliche of the time was that the dentist was only taking your money. Now, if you look back at that evidence, you know that rats can't get tartar on their teeth. And you're like, like I always talk about with animal research and rat science, rats don't get tartar. Different teeth than human teeth. That in of itself is a different discussion. But rats can't get tartar. That's why they didn't have the evidence. Then again, this is why, please, use common sense when you're trying to uh, quote a study or use a science example from a different species. It just doesn't make sense. All right. Now, let's contrast dentistry to chiropractic. Since most experts know nothing about the spinal movement patterns and the function of brain and body circuitry that spinal joint motion has, we suffer an epidemic in America, an epidemic of chronic disease related to the agriculture revolution and sedentary movement patterns that may even prove to explain why the modern human brain has shrunk when compared to the anthropologist findings of our ancestors just one century ago before the invent of the automobile. This is human research I'm quoting right now. What else is alarming just 20 years ago, looking at humans? China used to be an example to researchers for health. And today, they are the most obese and road with the most type 2 diabetes in the world. In less than 20 years, they went from thin, fit, and nutritious people to the fattest, sedentary, and nutrient-depleted people in the world. What was different in the last 20 years? Yes, the food played a role. However... If you visited China 20 years ago, when they were healthy and fit, you would have hardly have seen an automobile because they walked or biked everywhere. They were generating lots of movement and spinal joint movement that were giving them their terrific levels of health. Like dentistry of the 1800s, Americans are suffering from a massive epidemic and they don't understand how essential it is for our overall health, for our brain and body to reestablish movement in their lives, especially that tiny spinal movement because tiny spinal movement count most. That's my quote. Dentistry diagnosed and treated cavities. Chiropractic diagnoses and treats subluxation. In the summer of 2015, a uh, survey was published by my alma mater, Palmer College of Chiropractic. And that survey showed an increase of chiropractic services to Americans. You know, when I graduated over a decade ago, only around 14% of Americans were seeing chiropractors. Today, nearly 50% of Americans 
are visiting chiropractors for the diagnosis and treatment of subluxation. Who would ask a medical doctor to look into their mouth to diagnose and treat their cavities? A dental problem. No one. They're not trained to do so. Why would anyone ask a medical doctor to diagnose and treat a subluxation? A chiropractic problem. Think about it. The fact is, each moment you delay having your spines checked is no different from living in the 1800s and refusing dentistry and not taking soap showers. You got bad breath, contagious disease-promoting body odor, and impaired brain function due to sedentary spinal joints, and that is disgusting. But it's the absolute scary fact. How much more important is your brain and body circuitry than the tartar or the cavities in your teeth? Don't delay anymore. You've got horrible posture, sedentary spinal joints, a delayed brain development, and you're a little overweight. And I'm telling you, it's disgusting. You got it? Stop letting provider discrimination, which began in 1910, a different topic in a different show, but it's still very much present. Don't let that keep you from having your spines checked by a trained chiropractor. Also, get outside and get the family outdoors and moving around. Everyone will feel better, think better, and have a healthier spine and increased overall health. Join the almost 50% of Americans who have made the decision to add chiropractic care as part of their routine preventative maintenance health program and enjoy a much higher quality of life. All human beings deserve an incredible quality of life and proper spinal motion is an integral part of this, especially in our children. Motion is lotion. The movement is essential to life and chiropractic delivers. So get out there and get those spines moving. Aligned bright white teeth and an aligned functioning spine make excellent hygiene in the next millennium and beyond. Timeless strategies. That is the purpose of this training. Now you know the how-to. The very first thing you need to do is to have a thorough chiropractic evaluation and if clinically needed, an x-ray of your spine. You and I simply are not able to move like a hunter-gatherer, even though our genome requires it of us. Supplementing with chiropractic adjustments along with the essential requirements I am revealing in these trainings. Managing our five pillars of a dynamic health is the only evidence-informed solution for human beings so we can lighten up, move better, and live fuller. The Black Plague killed 30% of Europe, and it was predominantly caused by poor body hygiene. The chronic illness plague of today is killing 80% of the globe. And the major contributing factor is due to sedentary lifestyle conditions, including poor spinal hygiene, causing our spinal neural organ to diminish our power generated to the brain and body. As a result, over 80% of civilization now suffer with chronic disease, including our children. 
while we've not gotten to the full plan I've laid out in this training, you can begin your chiropractic care at any time. Lighten up, move better, and live fuller. <laughs> Supposed to be and live fuller. If you are a current patient in our office, I love you. Thank you so much for your confidence in us. If you are not a patient, I certainly would love to meet you someday. Go to our website, newlifefamilychiropractic.net. And also, I just want to remind everyone that we got the same 24 hours in a day. I'm no busier than you are, but if your goal is to live a happier, healthier, and fuller life, you've got to learn to manage yourself. And that means managing your movement, which drives your energy. When we better manage our energy, we're better able to be more present and vibrant and enjoy our life. We're better able to manage our five pillars of a dynamic health. You deserve a life that is peaceful, that is balanced, that is happy, where you have tons of good health. The health that you need, the health that is on demand when you need it most. You see, because health doesn't come to you, it comes from you. It is a fruit that is grown and earned. And I know we all heard the genetic cliche, the blame it, name it, and tame it with a drug approach. But the truth is, the solution doesn't lie with more drugs and surgeries. The solution lies with you. You know it's not so much of a healthcare crisis as it is a self-care crisis in our world today. Thank you so much for spending this time with me. I love you. I love hearing from you. So don't forget to reach out to me. Let me know what you thought about this episode. Do so by whatever is your favorite social media platform. Send me a message there. Let me know that you listened to this episode and what you thought of it. And as always, I appreciate it in advance anyone who is kind enough to write a review. That is the ultimate gift. I appreciate you very much for that. I love spending this time with you. I'm Dr. Matt Hammett reminding you to lighten up, move better, and live fuller. Until next, Dynamism Biohacking.